0: welcome welcome to your podcast inside scp s4hana there's no customer success without product success and project success i'm Yannick peterschmidt heading the scp s4hana enablement team in product management and i'm your host today i am very much looking forward to today's podcast guest Alexander Grape from Western High Consulting. Alex is the VP of Digital Transformation Consulting and will share insights into our customers' SAP S4HANA cloud journey from the partner perspective. And for those who know me, you know that I love to change perspective. And before Skew Control, Alex was a great colleague at ACP that everyone knows and misses, obviously. Alex, thanks for joining our podcast. Um, how are you doing, Alex?
1: first i'm absolutely stoked to be here because i think we actually planned this now for two and a half years yes indeed but it did not come together for whatever reasons because probably like higher ranking people like it was at least was the sap experts podcast yeah they stormed in there and so on and i had always to postpone you and i think it was vice versa the same i'm absolutely happy like after two and a half years you managed to and um, and so am
0: I, Alex. Thanks for being with us. Before we go into the beef of the S4 ups and downs, um, you know, there's a lot of information about about you on LinkedIn, about what you're doing business wise. But would you like to share on this nice Friday something that I might not know about you yet?
1: Um, what you may not know... Uh, most of them are just negative things, to be honest. <laughs> no, just things about me. Well, I'm yeah. I had the, the typical consultant career in the beginning. Um, I I had some. Let's call it SAP was not my first wife. I had two wives before SAP. Um, so I was not that, let's say, typical SAP guy. When I arrived in 2010, um, I was always more a little bit from my mindsets on the business side than on the IT side, to be honest. And that's something which which carried on basically all the time. So I always had these kind of two perspectives. And that led after being the or becoming at that time uh, the program manager for the first-hand implementation uh, which was quite quite a fun ride, yeah, because we had lots of alignments there with Band back then and Hasso called twice, like house babies is basically. and uh, these were very interesting calls back then. I really enjoy remembering them. And then I um, yeah, I was part of the custom advisory for I was the Esfahana you know, custom advisory lead for the MEE region for a few years, and now I'm basically I moved. Again, closer to the end customer, to the realization, by uh, being at Westernhalle um, responsible for that our the customers who do projects with us, do implementation with us, are actually able to do things they did not able to be to do before. That's basically my. Job
0: okay. Thanks. Thanks for sharing. And everyone who knows you before and now knows you absolutely committed to our customer success. Um, but now, of course, I need to ask you how are things on the other side, Alex
1: um highly interesting to be honest highly interesting um because well i think at first we are all on the same boat that's that's what i'm absolutely thinking um we have all the same challenges at the moment and um the whole business at the moment is quite in high let's call it in a high way of disruption um you can always use the analogy with the gasoline cars versus, versus the electric cars yeah, in the same way that gasoline where everybody know, it's clear that there is no bright future for it the same thing happens with on-premise and i think that there will only be few people left who will say like i will never go into the cloud yeah it's the moment still more or less, the question like, what is the best way for me to go? What are the best practices, and so on. And as such, I think um, there is basically no way back. Though the issue is that people now realize that the move to the cloud digitalization is not an off-on switch. Yeah, sometimes we might like if it would be that easy. Yeah, but unfortunately, it's not that easy. And uh, I think the partners there are absolutely crucial. Yeah, because they are basically the the tire. Yeah, where the traction happens um, where the rubber meets the road. Um, and I always liked the Dr. House analogy from from that TV series where he said, like with the um, choice of your doctor, you do the choice of your disease. And in the past, I always have the feeling it's the same with partners. Like with the choice of your SAP implementation partner, you do basically your choice what, what you will come out with. And as such is the yeah, implementation partner absolutely crucial in yeah, the customer success. and But I think SAP also has shares this kind of opinion because um, the collaboration with SAP is excellent. And um, also what I see from, let's say, the customer perspective is that definitely the um, requirements concerning um, SAP partners, consulting companies definitely changes because customer demand now, now in this kind of, let's say, setting where... Customers are transformed in a complete dimension which has basically not happened before that they again want more real consulting, yeah they do not want or do not need partners anymore who see themselves as merely a technical service executor, yeah who ask like your customer tell me what you want, I will do it basically but they they really want to have or need a implementation partner who has yeah who has the panache who has the gravitas who knows what he's talking about who has a clear vision and a clear opinion how the future should look like and as such they're giving sparring and being also the one who says like look you could be better than this yeah and as, as such is more of a let's say sparring partner personal trainer real consultant than just a technical um, executioner
0: in that I have a question of that, Alex, you, you just mm-hmm. talk about the service and actually you, you change industry mm-hmm. kind of, you know, from the, the IT software vendor, developer vendor to the, uh, the, the, prof services industry being now with, mm-hmm. with Vest and NARA, um, what was your eye opening moment? Because of course, these are different industries, uh, with, with, uh, I would say different targets, but a common goal, mm-hmm. which is to make joint customer happy in the end. So mm-hmm. h- how was that for you? Um, I, I always, to be honest, um,
1: it was not so much of an issue. Um, I know that sometimes the advantage that you have when you're working at SAP, um, you can drop out a little bit of that in that journey when things get serious. Yeah, or in the past you you could have had the chance. Yeah, because then more more or less the things are part now of the action that the, um, um, the implementation partner is doing. But with cloud this changes. With cloud you cannot say like, okay, I sold my licenses now I'm out. Partner, please do the implementation. Yeah, make the success real. But with cloud you have the subscriptions. You have to deliver constant value and even rising value during the subscription period so that the subscription after um, end of the period is actually renewed. This is a responsibility that we all share, yeah, SAP and partner to deliver this kind of value on a constant scale so that um, you then can rate your success on did the customer renew yeah, his subscription or not. So I think um, these kinds of, let's say, Different industries, they're growing quite together by this because they have to go hand-in-hand much more than they did in the past. And um, that's why, to be honest, as such for me, that difference has not been that big. Partners have to go closer to SAP. And SAP has to come, of course, closer to the partners, and we all of them, of course, have to become even more closer to the customer. Um, and as such, yeah, um, the difference there, from at least from my perspective, is actually not that big anymore because we share um,
0: the task and we share, of course, the responsibilities. Absolutely, and the successes. Alex, industry is a perfect segue to my next questions. Uh, as, as, as you know, in, in S4HANA Cloud, you know, we started very strong with professional services already six, seven years ago with great successes, and you were part of some. Um, we are pretty strong already in the discrete industries. We announced for the next 2208 uh, some, some, some retail package. There will be some consumer product package. My, my question is, um, independently from what you are as a customer, um, where should you start? Should you really wait for your fully fledged industry solution in the cloud? Or would you say, now start with procurement because uh, procurement has great best practices or start with finance because this is really where you can think about savings and simplification. What would be your advice?
1: I think for a customer who who does his first steps into the cloud. And there are still plenty of them Yeah, who are in that, that area. I would not really fix this into a kind of line of business or start with that, but I would more start with um, a different. Yeah, deciding on what kind of processes do you drive. Like, for example, commodity process, what are your commodity processes, which means like those processes where basically you work or you have the same more or less goals uh, you 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 um, want to achieve um, and, and what that you share with other customers and what are your differentiating processes where for example your customer decides if he buys from you or from your competition um, because traditionally in commodity processes um, multi-tenant cloud systems always had advantages yeah that's why also when you look for example in the, in, in the history or in the past and how this kind of cloud uh, topic developed um, that's Whereas where the easy value more or less lies in, and as such, I think this is as an entry drug. Yeah, um, commodity-related processes like HR, like finance, like uh, travel management, and so on is, I think, the the easiest entrance definitely. Yeah, because you can get instant value there. You can adopt these kind of processes easy, and um, as such, th- this is no big deal. It's a bit different though when you take your differentiating processes into perspective, which means, and then that's where we more or less arrive within the ERP segment, um, you realize that many of those cloud-native companies um, who are competitors of SAP, um, they, they just concentrate themselves on commodity processes for exactly that reasons, yeah, because it's easiest there, and the, the market there is, is easiest. SAP has a disadvantage in that because of our install base, because of what, yeah, where we are, we have, let's say, a little bit of a more challenge because we have to find a way to yeah, more or less um, also integrate the differentiating processes, especially when you're going into an ERP. And that's why I think that S4HANA cloud in the beginning for some industries had a little bit of a bumpy start, yeah, because the possibilities there to differentiate in the commodity in the differentiating process was not yet that established like this now. Yeah, with the extensibility possibilities that you have now, either um, in app or with a BTP. Um, but when you look for now, like what 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 you would t- do today, there's basically no reason if you are not maybe a public industry or regulated industry who has very specific processes, not to consider. Uh, a cloud ERP for you even in your
0: differentiating processes let's let's dig into exactly that and and you talk about the install base and of, of course the size of the SAP's installed base would not be that huge without the close collaboration with with the partners and the partner ecosystem uh, but but now sometimes you could say this is eventually part of the challenge because an install base customer well has developed a project over a decade or more um and we sometimes sense that like it's ready to go to the pl- to, to to the cloud where for simplification purposes for cost purposes as well obviously but business said look look we 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 mandatorily we, we went for ACP ECC because there's this possibility to develop this p function or this z table or the high the, the superpower of the IMG etc i mean i've been a consultant too so I, I, we know what you talk about um and, and all of a sudden um they realize, okay, if I move to the cloud, um, it sounds fancy, but I have to stick after a fit to standard workshop to a best practice. Of course, I can extend, you know, on, on the BTP, do some, you know, in app extensibility side by side. But ultimately, the goal is not to extend. The Goal is to simplify and f- stick to a standard for many good reasons. But from a vendor perspective, it's easy to call that a good reason. From a business perspective, this is challenging. So what would be your advice, Alex, to the the business guys? Um, like you said, if you have something like a net new name
1: customer, so more as a customer who would, in his transition, be forced to do a greenfield, yeah, because there's basically nothing that you can take over with you. Um, he's the easiest match for any Multi tenant cloud initiative, yeah, because you really can then not look back but look ahead, uh, look like uh, what what kind of capabilities does um, S4 HANA Cloud offer to you, and as such, really now leverage full the benefits you have with that. The installed base is a different game, it's a much tougher game, of course, because uh, the installed base they have ECC, they used ECC for let's say 20, 30 years, they optimized ECC in a way, and um, I think we can be quite frank here ECC is they 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 did what we told them back then because ECC is the best technology of the 90s can offer and but times have changed and um, the change is so huge it does not only mean the deployment but it also means of course like um, how you develop the solution how we sell the solution how that value is brought to the customer And as such, we really, and I think this is something which just have become clear, especially in the last probably two years, that the biggest um, challenge is the managing of the change. Yeah, like how you approach that topic that you really let loose of your old habits where you for 30 years thought this would be the best way to do. Um, Because what happens when you, for example, take a customer who has a perfect ECC, customized Probably modified also. When you ask him, like, what do you what do, what do you need? We, you would have the same thing, um, like uh, when Henry Ford said. But if I would have asked my customers what they want to do, they would not have set a car, but they would have set faster horses. And the same thing happens when you talk sometimes with ECC customers. Um, I had a conversation. I told you two weeks ago with a customer who who is not uninterested in the cloud, but he said very proudly, I have uh, now in the last months made 51 workshops with my stakeholders uh, where we basically um, looked at our as-is processes. And from based on that, we want to then build a requirements document. Probably that requirements document will have 400 pages and is absolutely useless for Going into the cloud because the mindset is completely different. You really have to be open and said like, um, like in my quite often used mobile phone example. Yeah, um, when you move from a thirty years old mobile phone to an iPhone, um, you would be completely wrong if you try to continue the work you did or the the, the way you worked with that old mobile phone with an iPhone. Yeah, because. Um, same with our customers on ECC. They work with ACC the way they do not because they want to, but because the limitations of the technology does not allow any other way to work. And if we would look back and would try to use this as a starting base, uh, we would define more or less the same thing again. We would... Bring over the limitations of that old technology to the new cloud technology where this does not exist. And as such, I think this is the biggest challenge, the change. Um, but the change is not only applies to the customer because you always point at the customer and say, like, you have to change your habits when you go to the cloud. I think we as SAP partners and also SAP itself, the whole ecosystem is in the same challenge and is in the same Responsibility to change themselves, yeah, because they have the same questions. A ECC consultant who has worked for 20 years with ECC and has to do now cloud, he really has to change and has to completely renew his daily work. This is a huge step for this kind of person, yeah, and um, that's what we have to be very clear about: that the need for change and for um, opening. The mind and for, for renew the approaches is not only on the customer side
0: it's also on our side yeah partners and sap uh, talk, talking about horse uh, as, as you said before i sometimes maybe that's a provocative question have the feeling that we we, we jointly put the cart before the horses and and what, what i mean with that is um we go first with dear customer you need a new erp and then by the way you need to digitally transform yourself uh, and the compelling event should be the digital transformation, not the new ERP. So in, in your role as the, the VP of digital transformation, you know, th- does that echo what you see? Or would you say, no, completely wrong? Because the trigger is coming from the business to digitally transform. Or would you agree, sometimes the trigger is coming from IT? Say we need simplification, we call that public cloud. And by the way, we need to digitally transform.
1: Um, you are... Pointing at one of these aspects that I meant with we really have to change because, um, if, if you look for example, where where are the mugs with the SAP logo when you visit a customer? They're always within the IT departments, yeah. You do not find them, unfortunately, not in the business departments. Um, this changes, but uh, traditionally, yeah, the old white blue SAP coffee mugs and the, and the sailing calendar, it's the same thing with that. And the Apple, you and the apple. Find- don't forget the Apple. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> you always find them within the IT, because the IT was our comfort zone. Yeah, we are all guilty of that. Sales and uh, development and so on, we 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 settled ourselves within the IT um, area, and uh, those were our contacts, because we they, they learned our language. Yeah, they could, at some point, they started to speak Japanese with us, a language uh, business people absolutely do not understand. And um, that was our comfort zone. But um, there are few, several issues with that. First, of course, that digitalization, I think we do not have to argue with that, is basically a business topic because it's about being able to do things you were not able to do before. It's not about continuing to do the same things, but technically a little bit optimized. It's really about um, being able to do the things you were not able to do before. And as such, it's a strategic topic. It's not an IT topic anymore, but it's always a strategic topic. And when you approach that topic correctly and you not, um, let's say, l- l- put the topic down to IT and so on, but, but you, you embrace business, uh, you will find out several things. Because the first thing, for example, is that IT traditionally is um, measured for efficiency. Yeah, that's a supporting function. The CIOs themselves often see themselves quite strategic, but unfortunately, in reality, yeah, they are not. They are a supporting functions in many companies. And as such, they are their KPIs, they are solely on uh, bring a defined service for the lowest possible money. That's how they are measured. And as such, when you talk IT, you will always be caught in a cost case. You then have to show a business case where you have to compare A to A, like continuing to do the same things, but on a new platform and so on. And as such, the value you discuss... It's not really there yeah, because the pure value of cloud of digital transformation doesn't come within the efficiency, but when you ask uh, at the top line to it, yeah, the effectiveness. And um, for those, you have to speak with different people. You have to speak with the Cf- CFO. You have to speak with the CEO. And when you do this, you realize the whole discussion yeah? becomes more businesslike and as such more strategic. And it is not seen anymore as a cost case, but it's seen as an investment. And this is a very valuable thing because um, investment decisions are done differently than when you do a cost case. And as such, um, the, um, let's say, the whole language of your discussion leads in the end to um, much more value to the customer because the project is seen or the implementation is seen of a cloud solution as a much more strategic,
0: relevant business topic. Straight talks. I love. Thanks, Alex. (laughs) Straightforward. We close to... Closing this podcast, unfortunately, although I feel we could continue to, to talk for hours. Um, but before we close, I have one, one question. And al- although it's, not, it's, it's neither um, Easter nor, nor Christmas, but being now on the, on, on the partner side, if you had one wishes things you could change in the working model with SAP, what would that be? If there would be a fairy here and so on, I think
1: what, 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 we, all, what we all have to do um, is, I think, to tone a bit the marketing down. And to come back more to our, let's say, values of individuality and, and, and customer understanding. Because um, you have quite often when you are in this aspect, um, what how, how to say it best, like um, interests who quite often are not really aligned. Like on the one part, you want to close the deal you want, of course, like says, the customer to go quickly on the cloud. On the other hand, since this is a huge transformational effort, you would need time, and quite often the time that you need is not really taken. You think you can spare the time by using an additional set of new buzzwords and stuff like this, and this is really. Not helping. Yeah, you have things like like lift and shift happening, like like lean conversions happening, and so on, which are, from from my perspective, yeah, always like a dirty bomb. Yeah, because it may help, yeah, to bring a customer c- more quickly um, on board, but in the end, the value he gets is diminished. Yeah, because you did not spend time on on on, on discussing the right things. And if I had the wish, I would say um, let's leave the marketing behind a bit. And really look about what, why we're doing all of this. Yeah, what, what, what is the value, and how maxim, do we maximize the value in the individual customer perspective?
0: Can I have a wish as well, Alex? Absolutely. And my, my Absolutely. wish is to pursue this conversation uh, with one of your customer, if if possible. So if 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 you if you'd allow, allow I'd love not to stop it now, but to pause it, and really to. to but on those topics like where is the real value and pursue a discussion um in in a later time is that a deal definitely i would be i'll be thrilled to do it deal okay sure. thanks a lot thanks a lot thank you very much all right um alex many many thanks it was great to see you at least virtually next time eventually um personally with a with a coffee or a tea um I think we have our listener excited for the next one already. Thanks for joining us today, sharing your insight. Uh, very much appreciated. To our listeners, as always, feel free to drop us an, an email via insides4.acp.com and let us know how you like this episode, how you'd like us to pursue, if you want to chime with questions for the next time, or what other project or customer-related topics are of your interest. So tune in next time and always be inside ACP as for Hana. Goodbye everyone.